Hey, what's up, guys? Um, this is episode two of the Hidden Hours Ride With Us podcast. Again, I'm with Sam. Um, it's another Saturday. We finished the workout today. And this podcast is going to be all about Sam. Sam's going to talk about um, his beginnings and how, what he went through so you guys can um, learn more about him. Also, it's, it's going to be a series of our podcasts um, where I listen to people's humble beginnings because it's a it's going to be a hint to the merch drop, the exclusive piece of merch that you, um, everyone can buy um, that's related to um, humble beginnings. So yeah, so Sam, where were you born? I was born. I was born in Takradi, Ghana. If y'all don't know, that's West Africa. West Africa. Y'all know where Africa is, no? Pretty big continent. But yeah, I was born in Takradi, a small town in West in Ghana, West Where Africa. Was it? What is it? Takradi. Takradi. Small town. In, how, like, how long did you stay? Until uh, I left, stayed there till I was three. To three? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I was born there. And then yeah, moved at three. Yeah, moved out at three. Due what? to those, so there was war in uh, nearing state, so Sierra Leone. And the UNICF was like, they were already moving people like immigrants and all that and somehow I was blessed to get on a program that was able to bring us to a better country oh so you actually you were lucky enough to get on like with was it like international aid or something yeah, like, yeah. to get you out of there yeah okay that's cool because war was um on the brink of the border and could have spilled over and no one likes war and as they say um cure prevention is better than cure so yeah they got us out of there was blessed and when I say blessed, I mean blessed because I got majority, like basically all my family, like mom and dad's side, all of my family are like still over there, uncles, aunties, cousins. And um, yeah, it's just really, because like every time I go back there, like the opportunities I have, sometimes I take it for granted, but yeah, I, I think, I mean, hearing that, everyone's like for Sam, like there's no option but to grind, like, like getting up early, getting shots up stuff like that sometimes we like we're not in the mood to do so but we gotta always remember have perspective what's the bigger picture because right now sam sam wouldn't be here you know if he if he wasn't fortunate so remember that and that's why i think sam is able to grind so hard because he knows um the bigger picture is i mean he might have not had this i mean he might not even be here so he's able to play basketball and basketball um People got to see basketball as a vehicle for, uh, as a life tool. Like it's a vehicle for change. Like through basketball, he's gonna find, um, you know, he can network with people. You always got to see basketball as a life tool. Like he can network with people. It's gonna teach you discipline. It's gonna teach you, um, you know, how to build good habits, how to lead people, um, how to follow um, and learn and listen, how to grow as a person. So you got to see basketball for more than what it is because that's what it is. That's why they always a lot of people say basketball is more than a game. And hearing Sam's story, a little bit of it, um, like from what you guys should take is like, don't take basketball for granted because it's not like you know, you some, some things can happen. I mean, and we're grateful just to have the game in our lives. Um, so how what was it like like adapting to life? Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't say it was too tough because, like, I came in, I was three. I went to yeah. kindergarten, went to primary school, grew up here. But um, it was all right, you know. You, you still, you, you tend to fit in with all these other white people. But at the same time, you're reminded by your parents every day that you're just one out of, like, a thousand that is here. Like, you're blessed to be here. You can't. Because I feel like 
like the white people I went to school with, like they mucked around in class a lot. Like they it's just it's just give opportunity. But for me, it was a blessing being here. So my mom always told me to. Um, There's no room for like you know. Yeah, yeah, no room for for nonsense. You know, like you're here. It's not just about us. You got family over in um in Ghana. You got to take care of as well. And whatever you want to do here, just make sure you put a hundred in it. And every that day, you know, just put a hundred to everything: school, basketball. Yeah. Well, so that being said, like, were there like were there any moments where you realized like you didn't have what other kids had? Like anything that made you feel like obviously what we're talking about, like having a humble beginning. Oh yeah, of course. Um, like when we first came here, because. The government gave us a house and it was it was terrible. Rats, sometimes cats and stuff. It was <laughs> terrible, man. And um, I remember I got this one photo. It was my wallpaper actually, and it's a photo of me, my mom, and my little sister. And my dad, my dad isn't in it because he was at work that day. But I remember that summer, and all we had in the fridge was was bread and Vegemite, and that's all we like. That's ate. all we had. That's all we had. That for is good tough, two weeks. That is tough. And I, I hated Vegemite <laughs> for those two weeks. I love <laughs> Vegemite. Get used to it, yeah? I love Vegemite. Had no option. Had yeah, no option. But either that, or I'm not eating. And it's it's sad, man. But I'm thankful to God and my parents. My parents are very hardworking. They sent they sent me and my siblings to private school. They always wanted the best for us. Gave us good education. Put us in a good home. And then them them guys just grinded. So I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do it for them as well. You know, I gotta take care of them. I can't have my pops work until it's like 70. Yeah. Trying to, trying to give him a better bigger life. picture man bigger picture like sometimes it's good even like even if you're young and you're listening to this um you might not have as tough of a story but take time like just think like um, i'm always going to relate it back to basketball obviously because that's what we do like take time like uh, so many things could have you know so many things like could go wrong but we're kind of hit like a jackpot like we're, we're able to play ball like every day if you can like you can do these things you can work on yourself so, like, listening to Sam, think about that. Um, so, at what age did you start playing ball then? Oh, I got into basketball, I think, yeah, I was nine. Played one season under 10 domestic at Epic Store. Same Epic? Se- yeah, Epic Store. <laughs> Shout out to Epic Store. Grassroots. <laughs> and then the same season, I got approached by um, Pacers coach. Started playing under 12 rep ball there. And then... Did, was there a big change? Like... Wait, like what do you think like for, as soon as you went to rep like was it different for you oh uh, i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it was too different yeah because like i've i've always been kicked quick and back then i was still quick yeah but you would have been raw 100 percent because yeah. you would have been young yeah oh yeah you could say i would be 100 raw. yeah know? like you were you even like practicing or anything <sighs> barely yeah it was just my like athleticism speed that took me through from under 12 on the 14 and then on the 14th i hurt myself missed out on on the 16th season and then on the 18th year right now so how do you think like what you've been through how do you think that helps in a way like with basketball like how does that help you every day that's my motor like to be honest if i didn't come if i didn't was if i wasn't raised the way i was or came up from where i came up from like i don't think i'd be grinding the way i am to be honest yeah 100 percent. like in the back of my mind it's always my parents and then family back in africa you know like the two times i went there i had aunties cousins and even people at our church tell us you know we're counting on you you know you got to make us proud 
go to make a change in Ghana, come back to Ghana, make a change. And that's just what keeps me going sometimes, you know, like waking up in the mornings, it's cold, rainy. Cold winters, humble beginnings. I don't want to wake up, I don't get out of my bed, you know, good 4am, but you know, he's got to have a shower, get ready for school, put shots up, go to school, do my best. I mean, that's, a, that's an example I want to take from Sam. That's why I decided to take him and mentor him because not many kids are willing to do that. Like, because the, the way, obviously, school works in Melbourne and Australia, like, it's not really designed for you to... Not every school, there's some special schools, but, like, designed for you to go and, like, get shots up and things like that and still be able to go to class on time and stuff. So Sam was waking up at, like, 5 every morning to get shots, and I knew if he's willing to do that, then he's willing to um, put in the extra commitment to um, be mentored and actually take things and um, work on it. Um, but, yeah... Having that perspective really helps. Um, as I said before, like I want to talk about the whole networking aspect because you can use the game for so much more. Like you can use it for so much more than just playing and stuff. Like the people you meet through basketball, like the impact you have on them. Be more focused on what you can impact them on. Don't worry about what they're gonna give you. Um, you probably hear it all the time, but it's honestly so true. Like what can you give them? Like. In a way, Sam gave me someone to teach myself how to teach someone. So that's what I was getting from him. And what he was getting in turn from that was, um, you know, my mentorship. So think about what you can give to people more than what you can take from them because um, that's how you network. That's how you're going to meet people. People will be willing to help you in times where you actually thought like there was like there was no one to help and then suddenly you might be like, oh, there was that one dude. Like maybe I can get shots up because he like has the keys to a gym or he owns a shooting machine or something like that. Small stuff like that. But um, back to Sam's story. So after playing rep, like, how did you progress from that? Where did you Where did you go? Uh, under 14, everyone got invited to that. The big camps? Everyone oh, yeah, the big camp. That, that big camp. Yeah, everyone, everyone got invited <laughs> to those. I'd get cut, like, second round. And then... Did that add anything to you or not? It wasn't that deep or did it, did it piss you off? pissed me off a lot yeah like every year i'd always see all these white kids make it yeah like, i'd bust them on the court but somehow and i took took a step back and like i look at the things that they did and i didn't do and i try to add that to my game always find a way never blame anything that's what i'm trying to teach sam these days like some things might not be your way but the more you blame other things the less time you're putting into blaming yourself and improving the things you can have control of so think about what you can control. You hear it all the time, but it's so true. What can you influence, man? Like, if something goes wrong, like, I right, like, example, court's not available. And let's say you can't get to any other court. Don't start blaming, oh, there's no courts in Melbourne and all this. All right, great outdoor. It's raining, then, like, shoot in the rain. If you, if you don't want to shoot in the rain, go home and do a ball handling workout in the garage. Like, there's so many things you can do with basketball. And if you don't want to do any of that, at least sit down and watch some film, take some notes, you know? But yeah, so that, all that added fire to you. So um, where'd you go from there? Um, I think I heard myself in trials, actually. 16, yeah, 16 trials. Yeah. Did both my knees. I don't know how. And then I missed all of under 16s. And then I was like, I. I could have played the, the uh, top eight 16s, but I'd, I'd have to come back like middle of the season. So I just thought, you know, take the back, work my game, get ready for 18s. And then 18s came along, and like I was, I was trash, man. Like 
I wasn't grinding as hard as I thought I was because I was thinking about back in under 14s how I was eating these kids. And everyone caught up athleticism wise, quick wise, and everyone was smarter as well. So I had to take a seat back and I just watched the kids step all over me and all that. But I was still blessed to make the 18s two squad at Collingwood, coached by a great coach, Riyad, in my bottom, bottom age season. And then this year again, made the first team, but that's um, due to VC commitments and stuff like that. Had to, I um, was not committed to this team, so I had to play in the twos this year. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at actually right now. Yeah, it's dope, it's dope. Yeah, we just, I'm just taking Sam home right now. Just gotta go somewhere. We finished the workout today. Um, but that's probably we'll wrap it up because he's about to get home. Um, thanks for everyone for listening. Make sure you keep listening. We're on Spotify, so uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify. Follow the page. Uh, there'll be programs and stuff coming out, but yeah, um, yeah, hit us up if you want to work out. Peace.